Oh, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Give Me My Points podcast. I'm your host, Angry Domus. As usual, I'm joined by my co-host, Lockable. What's good with you, bro? What's going on, man? How's it going? Oh, man, it's going, it's going. And, you know, we have a returning champion to the show. Stu Chag, what's happening, bro? The champ is here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's go. Yeah. Also, go ahead and do us a favor and join the P3 Discord where we give our free plays every day so you can get your bankroll up. So join with us today. Link in the description. So now let's get into it. This episode, we're going to talk about the sneaker culture. It sure isn't what it used to be. And things are crazy nowadays. Yeah. You know, I hate I hate to pull the old man, you know, back in my day, but back in the day, man, it used to be so easy for you to cop J's whenever you wanted to. You didn't have to worry about, you know, was it gonna be on online or app or nothing. You you could just go in, go to the mall on a Saturday. You ain't even had to go in like early. Go in if you had the money or your parents had the money, you could just go get your J's and be on your way. But that's a thing of the past. And I, I just think it's messed up how everything is, you know, is nowadays, man. It, it's it just transformed into something. It transformed into something sinister nowadays, in my opinion. Something obscene. Yeah, it, it has. I mean, I wasn't born with it, of course. But, I mean, I did come up with the generation of how bots started to come into the picture so i did have the luxury of dealing with you know getting up on saturday and going standing in front in line for a pair of jordans but then you know as time has moved on over the years that has totally gone that's gone that's been gone for years it's online only these days you know bots are the wave well they're still the wave but Quantities are a lot smaller than what it used to be back in y'all's days, which I think they try to do that to keep hype up. But you know, yeah, some that's some of that's true. Yeah. Hey man, crazy story. My fir- yeah. my first pair of J's was exactly how you just described. Again, telling my age here, but I remember my mom going to uh to to the Foot Locker, the local Foot Locker, on a random Saturday, and I got the the. Uh, OG Jordan eights when I was going into uh into sixth grade. That was my first pair of J's. And to hmm. see that's the thing. Like I remember, I remember you could do that. I remember when Foot Locker, where everybody used to have referee uniforms and it used to have a big basketball in there, and the floor used to be like a hardwood. That's court. exactly right. Yep. Like you know what I'm saying? I I don't care I'm getting my age away or whatever, but that's how it used to be. If you wanted the shoes that your parents could afford it because, you know, a hundred something dollars on J's back in the early nineties was nothing to sneeze at. Like that was probably the light bill and water bill on your feet. You wouldn't you wouldn't just get in that shit just because you wanted them. Not like how it is now. I mean, it is still a pretty you know, pretty good uh, bill or something, but you used to be able to go in that foot locker and get them. I remember when Foot Action used to be Foot Action USA. Foot Action USA. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know I've never saying? heard of that one before. You could just go. It used to be Foot Action USA. The USA was like an American flag, bro. You used to be able to just go in there and get them. Like, okay, you know, 
I'm this old. I remember it used to be shoe stores in Marksville. They used to have, I think one of them was Shoe City and the other one was Shoe Scene. And they actually sold J's in there. They actually sold J's in there. Like you could just go to a, a random shoe shop in, in the town or whatever and get your J's, bro. Like it used to be copper. Like we used to have the East Bay magazine where it was a mail or call in uh, catalog. That you could call in or either you could send a money order, tell them what the J's you wanted, and they would ship them to your house because they had stock like that back in the day. Must be nice. That is just a, a dream of the past now, and it, it's it's ridiculous. And getting the East Bay itself, that magazine was big time, right? Because then that gave you access to the Jordans, just like you said, right? So to go to somebody's house who not only had the East Bay, but then also had all the Jordans off of the East Bay was a thing, bro. And so, like you said, man, it, it's a far stretch from it now. But I remember when the Jordan 11s dropped in at East Bay and everybody wanted them, especially when the, the Columbia pair came out. But um, it, it's, it's wild to look back at retro photos of not only the price point, but the fact that we was ordering J's out of a magazine and they had them in stock unless they had specifically on there a colorway sold out. Cause that was another thing, right? They would tell you they were sold out in the magazine when they sent it to you. Right. 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 Crazy. Man. And, and that's the thing, man. Like, like you were saying where your mom will, will go and get them and stuff. I remember when the 11s, I want to say they retro them back in like Oh one, I think. Um, I remember catching high school came to school late because they waited until the mall opened on that Friday morning, got them and came to school with them shits on. Like, you know, you put that Drewski, like he got that shit on though. Like I remember those, like uh, the B red 11s cats had them bad boys on at school that day. They first dropped. Like it used to be that simple to where it's like, if you wanted the J's, you can have the J's. But now, it didn't got to a point where, like you say, you got bots. It's B and B. You got bots and backdoor. You can't tell me these managers of these uh, Foot Lockers, Foot Actions, Champs, uh, Dick Sporting Goods, or whatever, are not backdooring pairs of these shoes. So whatever stock they say they have, it's probably like thirty percent of it is going out the door before you even get a shoe. It's minus the hookup not from the shoe plug not, at the yeah. at the foot sites for sure, right? Not even 30%. Like I, I can speak on the back door and the bots because that's how I got into the game heavy. That's what got me into the sneaker game. I've had a lot of backdoor uh managers that I was cool with. You know, I'm not gonna put no names out there, oh, but awesome. like <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so yeah, so I'll be cool with the managers or whatever, and like you know, you build that relationship with them, and like if they really trust you or whatever, they'll hit you up, be like, Yeah, we got this, what we got in, they'll send you the stock numbers, show you how much they got, and they'll tell you how many you can get and what time. So, like, I have some instances where I would have to come either early before store opens or I would have to come late at night, like after store closes type of deals. Like in, uh, in our major mall, I would have to go extra early to get it. 
in like in some stores, it's like in the outlets. I have to go late at night. Like I've dealt with that. And like the, the raffles that those. Uh, do you want us to change your voice or something? Because I mean that's very clandestine, and I I don't want them to be coming after me for this. You know. <laughs> oh, what that's fine. Oh, that's fine because they they already know what it is. Ain't right now. You know, oh, like, ain't no. Like a, it's it's not a game. interview it's right not, now. It's not. It's not in depth. Isn't it's not like confidential info. Like like people don't know that people do this. Everybody that's in the sneaker game, we all understand that at every store has that one person who's that guy who has that insight in that store. We all know this. There's not one either. It's your employees or it's one person who's just that guy. It's one or the other or the manager. Those are your big ones. But yeah, the raffles. Like let me let me see. Hibbits is the worst raffle system. I'm putting that out there. Oof. They let the man, the <laughs> managers pick the managers pick the winners. They can control. It's not like finish line and foot locker where it's automated. Nah, Hibbits pick who want who they want to win. And I don't care how they feel about it, but it's the truth. Because I haven't won at one Hibbits Sports in over five years just because I ain't want to work there. I'm telling you, bro, it's a conspiracy, man. Then I found out the managers get to pick who win. Yeah, that was that was the icing on the cake. So I don't bang with hippies like that no more. With them other uh, raffles, it's just like, you know, supply and demand, man. I, they come out with these fire colorways, and it's just too much demand and too little supply in the Jordan world. Like, you know, you know, they like to redo the old shoes. Like, y'all used to have, like, the Breads, Cool Grays, Columbia, Elevens, Concords, things of that nature. You know, to us, that's new because we didn't have it yet. But to y'all, that's old. You know, y'all could have had a pair when y'all were younger. Y'all need a new pair because, you know, your pair is yellow. But we just want it because we never had it. And we don't want the pair that came out in the 1900s. So, you know, you got the old heads. Hey, going hey, against hey, the man. New- we ain't got to say it like that, man. Hey, man, I'm just, I'm just saying that's what, that's, that's what it is. It's man, like... I'm just saying, bro. It's bruh, the old like, heads. Bruh, I'm 1900s? saying the okay, okay, bro. Okay, the 1970s on the 90s. Bro, no, I mean, what the, you talking about? The Jordan was 1985, bro. Stop doing. <laughs> okay, Stop. all right. A- 80s on up. 80s on up. The okay. How about this? The OGs versus the new heads. That I put it like that. It's the OGs going against us new uh, new folks who's this trying man, to get in the like game. we was out here with the Model T. Um, jaywalking or something, you know what I'm saying? Like, goddamn, bro, what are you doing? I'm sorry, bro. My apologies, but but that's what we're here to do. I'm giving my points. We're peeling back the layers on the conspiracy of the sneaker game. It's just, it's too much, it's too much demand for too little supply, bro. Like, like the Lost and Founds that recently dropped a few weeks back, bro. To say that was the most stock a Jordan one has ever had and to see so little success from people it, that's ridiculous bro it's really ridiculous hey man and the the crazy thing for me is like the the next step or the next chapter in acquiring sneakers was posting up outside of the foot site um brick and mortar stores right so you used to have to get in line at 6 a.m to go get a pair of Jordans, right? And so, but then that was cool, right? You'd be online with, um, and online, I mean, like, in line to a store, like, not on the internet, but that's what you used to call it, right? You'd be online for sneakers, and you'd get to talk to other sneakerheads while you were out there. And so that became, like, a subset of sneaker culture. Like, 
only real folks who were after sneakers would be outside in crazy weather on a Saturday morning at 5.30 a.m. to get in line um, to, to get sneakers, right? And that became cool. And then um, the advent of what you were talking about became real, right? Managers were choosing what sneakers went to what people. And so you could be online and be 30th in line and wind up not getting a 10 and a half or 11 because 50% of the sneakers were going out of the door before you even got them, which again, just start, right. just speaks to the evolution of what the sneaker game has become. Right. And, and, that, and that's the thing about it, man. You know, you mentioned about the uh, subculture of it. It, that that that's that is you know one of the things that's kind of missed out on, on the you know the social media culture or aspect of it because it was like you know you had people you probably saw that multiple times oh you you getting these too oh yeah bro yeah for sure for sure and that, and that kind of goes into like the whole you know culture of it because you'd be like well man I'm gonna get these and I'm gonna get such and such uniform to match it. You know, whether it be basketball uniform or you might be saying, I'm going to get the bows to go with these or, you know, I mean, it was just a whole thing. And it was it was something to be like, yo, it was an appreciation for it. And especially because we got to see Mike in his prime when he was rocking them shits. And, you know, we had that akin to it. But, you know, now, you know, you got the past, what, let's say seven, eight years, the the bots, man, is is almost like Attack of the Clones, is Attack of the Bots. They came to the sneaker culture and reshaped the whole market to where, you know, the reseller market is it, the reseller market has always been there, but it wasn't as prevalent as it has been, I say in the past decade, where it just went to hyperdrive. Um and that and that definitely affected it because like I say, this is just people that's looking to capitalize on I can make a dollar. They don't have the same connection to the culture of, you know, actually getting the Jays or whether it be Jays, Dunks, or Air Forces or, or whatever have you, whatever shoes you like, you know. And they don't have that connection to it. And with them, they drove the market into just hyperdrive. So you, you have that with the bots taking over. Plus you have shortages in stock with I believe Nike manipulates that to their own benefit, of course. And it just totally transformed it to where, I mean, me, my personally, I just got jaded with it, man, because it used to be a hunt. That used to be like part of the thrill of the chase was like, yeah, like I got these, son. Like I used to go on European sites and Japanese sites to see different sneaker releases because they only released over there to see like, man, would they ship to the U.S. or whatever, just because that was part of the hunt. But now, it's ridiculous. Yeah, man, because you remember when I showed up to to, to high school, right, in the Laney uh, low 14 joints, right? Didn't nobody have those sneakers. Um, and so, like you right. said, right, that was a, the, the hunt of getting sneakers and then getting exclusive sneakers was part of the thrill. And one of the things about sneaker subculture that kind of made it its own, like, its, its own organic thing, right? And so... Um, losing out on being able to, to to do that with real people real time, I think um, was a, a major shift in, okay, who was going to get sneakers? Because just like you said, folks just got jaded. Like if I couldn't stand in line and get them and um, and then the next, the next progression was right then, get online and be able to get them because 
uh, Angry Domus actually put me on to first getting the pair of Concords from Finish Line. He was like, hey, man, stop waiting outside. Just go online and get in them. I, I got in the queue and got those Concords, and I'll never forget that, right? So that was the next evolution. But that took away the fun of right. being able to be outside and talk to sneakerheads and understand what they were copping and what kind of fits they were going to put together and what the new releases were. Right. And, and to your point, like resellers then picked up on game that the demand for these sneakers was outweighing the supply, and they could make a quick buck on, okay, well, if I can get two pairs and flip the second pair, I could pay for the first pair. And the sneaker game, sneaker game hadn't been the same since. And, and and I think that's where I kind of come into play because I didn't get heavy into sneakers until 2014, 15 area. Once I got my first pair of J's for my birthday, but then I seen the opportunity of how much money people make from shoes. So I kind of got on the wave of, you know, I'm a sneakerhead who likes to collect sneakers, but I also like to make money. So if I get two of these shoes and I set a second one, I kind of pay for my first one, you know, and I make a little bit more on top of that. So, you know, I, I do fall in that category that us resellers have caused chaos in this world. Some are worse than others, you know, but I mean, when I was coming, I mean, even to this day, I can't say it's fully gone of people standing out in line because if I go out for a shoe release, like my local stores will have a line of people. I see about the same, same folks faces every time I go or like, you know, when every December, when the Jordan 11s drop, there's always a line if, on every shoe store in the mall, regardless of the raffle and stuff. So there's that, you know, but it's not it like it's not the same anymore because you know we talk about the sneaker culture, but then again, you know it always ends up to the the resale value and stuff, things of that nature. So yeah, we we don't get the full on effect of just enjoying the sneakers by itself, but you know everything's about a dollar these days. I bet half of the folks that are standing online are resellers now, though for. Uh... For, I agree. For, for sneakers, right? I bet you it's not for real sneakerheads that are, especially when you, you start talking about the exclusive dunk and, and to your point, the Jordan 11 releases. Yeah. I mean, I, I noticed that when I see a kid asking their mom for their credit card before the purchase and they don't, they can't even remember what size they told the business, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I've seen that you know a what, few you times. Know what, you know what used to really piss me off? Because uh, I haven't me personally bought sneakers from a store in years or whatever. Um, I have Bigfoot itis. Um, <laughs> where it's like, man, you know, it, it, it got to a point where I was just quit going because it's like, man, you got these in size 14. And when the dude would come back, but I got a 12, <laughs> I said, my man. <laughs> I said, my man, no disrespect, but what the fuck am I going to do with a size 12 when I told you a 14, my, my boy? And then you know, Ooh, one time dude was just, dude was just like dude was like you right, bro, you right, man. It's it's just man, they tell us to do that, man. And I was like, you know what? I can respect that, but it's still some dumb shit. But I can respect it though. <laughs> but um, yeah, bro, it is it is gotten to the point, man, to where it's it's just bad, man. And you know, shit, I, I don't see it changing with with the, with the way they they doing things because man, it's just. Uh. 
I mean, it's changing. It's not as bad as it used to be. I can say that firsthand. It's not as bad for when I was coming up and getting in the game and playing with bots and stuff. Bots are not eating like they used to. It was at a point in time where you just automatically knew not to go online for the shoes because bots was eating. They've The stores have gotten better on that. Bots aren't eating as much. But they're still but they're, they're there. Still, they're still, they're still here. You had to contend with though, and you know, of course, they had that uh, thing where this kid, whose mom was a high up exec at night, that dude this, is a jackass. Th- this dude was running a month, brother. He up there posting a damn like twenty pairs. He got these using his mama credit card, running it up, using her, getting a special account and everything. She didn't even know nothing about it. Oh, how how privileged it must be that you can run up a forty, fifty thousand dollar credit card your mom not even know. My goodness. Yeah, like if I was but that's a real thing. It 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 was a real thing. I mean, people do that all the time. He should have kept his mouth shut though. He had something good going for himself. But you know, that's neither here or there. But it does hurt it does hurt media. That that's the point that's the problem these days. You want instead of, you know, being humble, making money. You know, you ain't got nothing to show. He, he want to show everybody, oh, I have all the off-white uh, Jordan 5s that none of y'all got. Look at me. And my mom is the CEO of such and such. What? Yeah, he bragging. <laughs> why and he you, did why would interview. you give that information out there? <laughs> he did that interview and got his ass popped because I, I think it was either the Wall Street Journal or Forbes or something wanted to do yeah, you know, Forbes about it. That son of a bitch... I equate him to Frank Lucas coming into that boxing match with, with that, that white link on. That's what he got. <laughs> That's when he got all that heat on him. That's when this kid wanted to, he wanted to be famous in the papers, the papers. And you know, he want the clout that I got all this, you know, I'm saying my mom was for Nike. I even privileged. And you know, I got all this. Yeah, he's nah. And he got pitched. And he got his ass he popped. He got pitched shortly thereafter. He sure did. Nike said, okay, we want all that. All of it. Right. Like, you could have just shut your... Yeah, she got fired. She'd have lost her job or she got a demotion. I, I can't remember No, which, she got fired. It's like, she got fired, Okay. Bro. So it's like, bro, you done fucked up the family money, let alone yours. Yeah, like, like, bro, was it that serious to post all them pairs of them shoes, bro? Like, hey, but you, you want to know something? Well, not clout. But, but I think that's a, 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 a integral part of sneaker culture, too, right? Because... Uh, not just want to resell it, but the clout and the fashion sense of sneaker culture has watered down people who actually want sneakers too, right? So that dude probably right. didn't know anything about the Jordan 5 and Off-White and the partnership and any of that. And now you got frat boys and sorority girls wearing panda dunks that are skating sneakers and have no idea the history behind them, right? So I think all of that plays At in all of that plays into now real sneakerheads can't get sneakers because those people who are not a part of the real sneaker culture are out here trying to get them too. Well, let's let's segue into that because I'm glad you mentioned the dunks. Let's talk about the rise of the dunks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, back in my day, you know, I ain't going to say back in the day, but I'm going to say around early 2000s or what, what have you. Dunks was not was it. Sitting. Even going to the 2010s, dunks were not it. Dunks were going clearance. I remember I got some dunks around like 2012, 2013 in my size for like 50 bucks because they were on sale. 
dunks, the only dunks back then that was popping were SB dunks, and they were most exclusive, especially at my size. You actually actually get them from the select skate shops that sold the right. SB yep. dunks that would get the limited releases. Those were ones where it was like, if you hunted and got those, you got something, my boy. That, but that was that was part of the sneaker culture, and it was different back then. But just just in recently with dunks, um, this is going off sales from Goat. Um, I think it's kind of indicative. I'm not gonna say exact, but it's indicative of what Nike, you know, probably selling with other places. Um, back in 2020, uh, Nike Dunks accounted for 3.6% of their sales. In mm. 2021, that jumped to 29.7%. <sighs> and in uh most recent year, this year, sales of dunks account for forty nine point four four percent of goat sales. That's ridiculous. Yeah, what the I mean, hell happened to the dunks that put them in overdrive well, like that? Well, I must I must say, I've jumped on the dunk train. Half of my collection is now dunks. I love dunks; they're comfortable. I like the SBs; it's cool. But whoever's in the design. The design team for these dunks, they're doing a great job for some of these collabs they're doing, like the Chunky Dunkies, uh, the Lobster, uh, Purple Lobster, the Green Lobster. Why so sad? They got Orange Lobsters releasing them all. Yeah, the orange ones that we're probably not going to get, but, you know, (laughs) either here or there. But, you know, like the designs these days in the SB and Dunk category have been dope. And it's like, you know, people, they're so cheap. They're only like $100 or whatever. So it's a good price point. And resellers know they can make a lot of they money. They used to be $80. <laughs> you used to get them on sale for $50. Nah, no more, yeah, bro. It's more. a different time. We all, I mean, like, bro, like, there's a bunch of dunks that I don't have that I have to get a hold to. Like, it's that bad, like. And if I'm being honest, at this point, not even Orange Lobster's resale is not that bad, personally. But, uh, yeah, whoever the design team and collab team is, they're doing a great job in the dunk category. Except the Pandas. I'm tired of seeing them restock. I'm sick of it. <laughs> well, that, <laughs> they restock that helped, them that shoes every other week. Because that's the most popular dunk. That is the most popular dunk sold this year everybody can buy year. them. Bro, they restocked them over a hundred times. I know that. It's a black and white. It's a black and white uh, dunk Basic shoe. It's so simple. Yeah. It's classic. You know what I'm saying? But and it's so they basically, many of they basically them. just they should just say we're going to restock these once a month if you want to come get them. Ain't even once a month. It's like they, a they're not only they're not only, they're not only restocking uh, the lows. They're restocking the highs and the lows of just a basic black and white shoe, and. You know, I'm, I'm gonna say it. I think it's because it's similar or akin to the Air Jordan One is what drove Dunks so high. They're like, you know what? This is a cheap Air Jordan One. I'm gonna rock Dunks now. No, that's not a. You know, I didn't even put that together, but that the design is super Me close, either. right? But um, instead close. of paying 110 bucks for some Jordan Ones, paying 80 or on clearance 50 bucks for some Dunks, and you get the same. Damn, they're the same profile. That ain't a bad connection, right? Is that and they and they go they're the like ultimate casual super shoe that goes with anything. I get that, but I'm saying, like I say, with those sales figures from three percent to thirty percent to fifty percent, 
I mean, my goodness, you know, like you might as well just drop a dunk every week, you know, just why make the other shoes? And you know what? I think the price point helps that too, right? Um, yeah, the but, price point yeah. is very cheap. Because yeah. uh, again, and I'm not bashing frat boys or sorority girls, if you're listening to this podcast, we respect and love everybody on this podcast. Um, but I think the price point of 80 or 100 bucks now is what you'll pay for a pair of dunks versus 165 for some Jordans is appealing to folks. And so the even to high school kids or middle school kids, right, that want to, their parents to buy them sneakers, asking for a, a, a 100 bucks versus 200 bucks is meaningful. And so I, that's, I, that's, that's a big difference. Right. And I think that that also is a reason why dunks have, have taken off. Um, in addition to um, the the connection you made to the Jordan One design, the angle dunks. Yeah, I mean, even in college, when I when I'm on campus and I walk around, I see dunks on a lot of people's feet. It's mostly panda dunks, but I do see dunks on a majority of people's feet. And I've realized over the year, a lot of my dunk sales have gone to college students, like you know. Recently, they're starting to do the HBCU collabs, dunks, you know, with the uh, different HBCUs that's out there. So, you know, they're catering to certain areas and they know they'll sell because of the collab, the name like FAMU, I believe, had one. Am I correct? Yep. Yeah. FAMU had them. Uh, I think North Carolina A&T had some. And I want to say someone else... um, I mean, and, Southern had a similar, out. Southern had a similar colorway one, but it wasn't labeled Southerns. So, but those did sell a lot to the cheerleaders, especially. Shout out to y'all! <laughs> uh, hey, shoot your shot, brother. <laughs> oh no, I'm not shooting my shot. I'm just saying I sold a lot to that the cheerleading team on Southern on Southern's campus. Is what I'm saying. Hey man, I was saying the same thing. I wasn't not shoot your shot at. The oh. traditional, yeah, yeah. I meant from a business standpoint, my dude. Angry Donalds will tell you. Yeah, a lot of Angry Donalds will tell you. Because get dog with holidays now, but we'll, we'll talk about that later. It's, it's, <laughs> hey, so will. But but the, okay, but this is what I'm saying. Like the dunks go back to the '80s because some of the signature colorways they had for Georgetown, uh, the UCLA Bruins. Uh, I think they had a red and gray one for uh, UNLV. And it was uh, Kentucky, I think, had a, the like a blue and white one. And Duke, I mean, it, it went. It was basically like the university shoe. They were had different colorways. So I mean, I guess that still reigns synonymous to this day that it's a a good college campus shoe. But like I say, yeah, um, yeah man, the rise of dunks, man. It's just it's just been it, it's just been interesting for me to see because, like I said, I used to get them on clearance all the time, like the regular dunks. Now SB dunks, that was something totally different. Like I, I mean, like I said, I, I got they're old and bad or not, but I got some Hawaii SB dunks, uh, some Marshall Amp SB dunks. Um, I've had a few other ones as well, and you know, you used to be able to have to search high and low to get them. But like I say, but you you know, you're right, lot that most of the collabs that happen nowadays are either with Jordans or with dunks. But it used to be with Air Force One. You see me stumping in my yeah. air. I don't know. <clears throat> yeah, yeah like I don't know what happened ones. to the fall of the Air Force Ones. But back in 02, of I course, could. we know about Nelly. 
Nelly had the Air Force One songs where he said, "Give me two pair, I need two pair." I think in ATL they had, a, you know, they they had a song where it was like, "You ain't got these," referring to Air Force Ones, and it's like, what happened to the Air Force I, One? I can give you a good uh a good uh thing on why they don't sell as much. They're not comfortable. In this day and age, I can tell you a lot of people They're not that comfortable, I know, right. and they heavy. And I've shit. heard from person exactly. They crease a lot. That's I've heard they crease. I've heard they're uncomfortable, and you know they're just not. It's like a big bulky shoe. A lot of people yep. have said, which I agree with. And it's like the only Air Force ones you're gonna see these days are the all the all whites, or if you on Demon yep. Time, the all blacks. Or if you're a menace, it's you one or the all other. Blacks, right. Yeah, like you're not catching no other colorway unless you got some special pair, like a different collab that's you know some heat or whatever. But for the red, it's like it's not it's not a wave right now. Air Force Ones is not it right now. Dunks have kind of hey, are the wave at the hey, moment. Hey, you rock all black Air Force Ones. That's automatic two stars on GT. Automatic. You, automatic, automatic two stars. One of, one of the favorite. Well, yeah, I, I agree with y'all. One of my favorite pair of sneakers, and, and Angry Donald knows this, is I got the World Cup USA Air Force Ones back when they originally released them, and I still rock them joints to this day. World See, that's Cup the thing. You used to have collabs like that. They had they had World Cup. They had them in Brazil. They Mexico. Had USA. I think they had some for Germany. They had the Mexico ones. Um, Which I color were you had? had USA? Um, What'd you say? He had the, I got the uh, USA ones. USA, they were navy and yeah. red and white. In the in the OG box with the the uh, the the chain still hanging off of them, bro. I love them sneakers. Mm. But like, bro, Air Force ones. I had the ones with the baseball stitching. Oh, I remember I had them. The Easter's. Yes. I had I had um I, I got the, the ones with like the Air Max ninety the Air Max ninety five ones. I've had so many different Air Force Ones, and that is the biggest drawback. Them some of the heaviest sons of bitches. But yet still, very heavy. They classic. They made thirty years this year. I mean, no, they made forty years this year. I'm sorry because they came out in '82. But shout out, like I say, bro, Nelly. Shout out 1982. You know what I'm saying? But shout out to Nelly because Nelly, he put he. I'm not saying he put him on the map. But God damn it, I know he increased Nike stock prices when he came out with Air Force One song. I mean, it was so catchy and stuff. But that's another thing I want to talk about. Um, I don't think Nike did right by Nelly with that, you know, for what he did. They, but, you know, Nike I want to talk about. For that? They could have at least cut him a million dollar check or something. Man, they could have cut him a check. But, you know, they didn't do that. But nowadays, that's the thing about it. With uh, you know, let's get with these Jordan collabs. You know, recently they had a DJ Khaled, but you had uh Travis Scott, you had where he had designer off white. Um, I think they had a pair of Jordans that Billie Eilish had did or something that looked like some I don't know, some space shit or whatever. But you know, that used to not happen until a certain somebody, Kanye West, got with Nike. He was like the first rapper they took serious, and he had his own signature shoe, and you know, designing Tobers. You know, now it's a thing to where it is nothing for a musician to collaborate with um, Nike or or Adidas or uh, Puma or whoever. But this used to not happen 
at all. Like maybe he, he wasn't afraid. Maybe the first one, but I don't think it was official was run DMC with Adidas. And I, I just think it's crazy to where it's like, how have y'all not gotten that sound? tapped into that market way sooner? Yeah. The crossover between I mean, it, it, and sneakers has been evident forever. Like peanut butter and jelly, bro. Right. It's like, how, how could you not? Yep. Cause what's the, what's the, the rap lyric? Um, Oh my, I'm gonna think about it. This is a Drake lyric. The athletes want to be rappers and rappers wanted to be athletes. Something like that. I forget the, the rap lyric, but that's it. That's essentially it. Right. And so when the concourse dropped, remember boys to men, one of them joints to the Grammys or one of them award shows. Um, so yeah, hip hop and, and the sneaker culture has been intertwined forever. And so to see, Travis Scott and I get, that's probably the most famous collab outside of Kanye, to your point, right? But he owned the shit list for this latest. Hitler was in a bad Kanye and some other shit. But anyway, Travis Scott and, uh, and, and, and Jordan <laughs> brand collabing and getting exclusive Jordans is probably the, the, the best testament to what that partnership can look like. And, you know, Drake had the OVO brand and he got partnered with Jordan that came out with a couple of pair of sneakers too. And to your point, Angry, it just makes sense, right? Because again, man, everybody in the um, in the rap game wants exclusive J's and everybody in the NBA right. wants access to, NBA, to, to rappers, right? And so it just makes sense to do. I agree. But for the record, I have just right. two pair of dunks. I got the PlayStation joints, and I got a pair of pandas. So that makes up like less wait. than 1% of my... Oh, wait. We're not going to speed past that. You just said you got PlayStation dunks. That is some heat, my friend. Yeah, I got those and I, yeah. and I got the Polaroids too. I got three pair of dunks. Them, I think, I remember when them PlayStation joints came out and them suckers was hard to what you don't know is for, for about two years I had an elite sneaker plug she was like getting me everything like it was crazy nice yeah the good old days it's hard to find those because I surely don't have one anymore but if y'all are sneaker plugs you know hit us I know up, right you know? drop a drop a comment or something let us know bro because we stay behind sneakers out of the group chat it's well, well you ain't got to put your business out there you can email us you know I, we'll get the email you know we can keep it confidential there you go you know but you know you know hook us up we'll hook you up type of deal that's what I'm saying uh, <laughs> hey, I want to get to this but topic yeah. Georgia list because I'm finna drop a bomb in this joint. Ooh, what what else we got on the right. on the agenda to, to to talk through? Angry. I was gonna get on. I was gonna get on that, but I um I had one little other thing I wanted to talk to you know beforehand. But we could you know if you want to get into it, we could we could let we could let that thing real. No man, I'm a, I'm a guest on, I'm a guest on y'all show, man. I want to follow the the itinerary. Hey, hey man, we want we want we want to be hospitable. It sounds like you got to get off your chest, so come on with that <laughs> top three. Sure. Sound like so you sound like you got something on your chest you need to get off. I, I do. I mean, y'all y'all could probably guess my top three, but you know I, I'm gonna stick by my, what I you know what I say. I, I, I think but I think don't it, go ahead drop drop your I top three. I think I do know your top three, and I think it's a run of Jordans, right? That 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 determines your top three. Uh huh. Yeah, I figured that. All right, and so. We everybody, well, most people will agree, right? The Jordan 11 is by far my favorite Jordan for a bunch of reasons. Um, the what, what's, what's the colorway? The, oh, the bread. Mm-hmm. What's 11. the colorway? Uh, that's by okay, far. Okay, classic. Yeah, bread colorway is my grill sneaker. 
but Tosai mentioned that I copped them when they retroed them in 2001. Uh, I got the whole Bulls. I got the athletic shorts. I got the Jordan black jersey to match the whole thing. So Jordan bread 11 is my is my absolute favorite. My second favorite Jordan all time are the true blue threes. Like I the the mm. the colorway, mm. the sneaker, the feel, yeah, yeah. the comfort. Give me true blue threes all day long is my second favorite Jordan. And my third favorite Jordan is the last shot 14s. Final, mm. final shot 14s. I mm. like the I like yeah. the yellow Ferrari symbol on the side of it to give it the little pop of color. The black was dope. Like I like, and the Jordan 14 is a slept on sneaker to me. I love the Jordan 14. I had the Laney ones, like I mentioned earlier. I had the OG white ones. Um, I had the last shot ones. And I had a fourth pan. I can't remember what they were off the top of my head when they originally dropped. And now I got oh four the fourteens. Yeah. You I know you had those blue those laney uh right. lows. I had you the, had the uh last shots. I think you had the playoff ones too. I had the OG. What the what was the playoff colorway? I, well, I think that might have been like the um the OG one was the yeah, white. Yeah, the white ones. with the black uh strips on the side of it. I had a fourth pad and I can't remember what they were. Hmm. Were they the uh, Chutney ones? The the low brown? No, that wasn't it. What other colorway did I have? But anyway, those are my top three. So, Bread 11s, True Blue 3s, Final Shot 14s. Three Top three favorite Jordans. I knew the True Blue 3s was going to be a sneaky pick in there. Because a lot of people don't like 3s. Because that was one of their older sneakers, right? And Jordan 1s. What were you about to say, Locke? I personally love the Jordan threes. Yeah, see, you're in the in they the come. new age that and and they didn't retro right, but Jordan threes got no original love. That's like Jordan twos and Jordan ones for real. Like nobody really really bought those sneakers. Now when when the the four five and sixes start coming, um, and I think what was the first Olympic pair? Uh, Angle was it the sevens that had the number nine on the back of them? Um. Let me see. No, seven, with nine, eighty-five would have been nine. Yep, that's it. Barcelona. Seven. It was. It had to be yeah. the, the seven. I thought that's what it was. And so, and then I got the eight. Yeah. So, it, like that, when they started getting to like five, six, seven, eight, that's when Jordan really took off. And so Jordan threes weren't really that popular. Then they retroed them, and like I said, they got the cement pair now that most people would tell are their favorite threes. Um, but I like the true blue joints. Hmm. Hmm. That's an interesting top three. I respect it. Lock, all right, Lockable, let's hear it. What's, yeah. what's your, your top three Jordans? Okay. My my first one is going to be the Jordan 4 alternate 89. Ooh. I believe. Yeah, alternate 89. Jordan 4. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm coming in hot. Jordan 4 alternate 89. I love the red and white colorway. That was my very first Jordan 4. But not even being biased, so I just love the shoe. I mean, compared to others, I mean, you know, you got your OGs in there, but I think R ten eighty nine is that top on top personally. My second one is gonna I love be the, the good... look. Uh, my Go bad, ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I love the look of Jordan fours. But God damn it, them the most uncomfortable ass <laughs> they, Jordans I've they, ever put my oh, feet man, in. Man, they are comfortable no. to me. I don't know what y'all talking Gee, about. No. Man, them motherfuckers, 
them motherfuckers are for three hours at the max is what you can wear Jordan 4s. Them son of a bitches hurt. That's so harder than the motherfucking them sneakers, dog. I, I I personally don't have a problem. I feel they're pretty comfortable. I don't know. Maybe that's how I wear, I'm wearing them a certain way. I don't feel the hurt. I've stood on them for eight hours for a work shift. I didn't have uh, no issues. But, you know, mm. I, to each his own. My second one is going to be the Jordan 13 Gray Toes. That's going to be my second one. I love the shoe. That's been my favorite shoe since it came out. And I remember I got them on my birthday back in 2014. And that's at the time when you could stand out in front of a uh, Foot Locker and, you know, get you a pair or whatever. But, yeah, that's my favorite 13. I personally don't like no no other 13. Not even the military but, blue ones? Nah. Nah, I'm sorry. I don't. Wow. I, I personally don't. Okay. All right. And my last one is actually a pair that I don't have, but I'm on the hunt for it. Is the Jordan One Origin Story Spider Man Edition? That shoe right there is a clean ass shoe, red and white, and and the black swoosh with an icy bottom. Is the icing on the cake, bro? That shoe is clean all the way around. I'm still on the hunt looking for a good price point on it. But that's my top three. Just, just looked at, at StockX. That sneaker's going for a I know, cool right? stack right now. So good luck. <laughs> I, I know, right? <laughs> Yikes. I got to hit me a good parlay, you know. Yikes. That's why I need to join the, uh, the P3 Discord, man. Yes, yes. You get that parlay hit. Okay, okay, Larry. You came with some exclusives. You actually came with some shoes that meant to you. There was some of your first cops at Jordans and whatnot. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I could dig it. I could dig it. I'm interested in just the colorway because I know the sneakers. I, I need to know what colorway you're finna pick for this run of sneakers. I know he picking a Jordan 12. That's that's my Okay, okay. <laughs> that's just because we know you, bro. Like, no, we, we're not trying to steal your thumb. Let's get to your pick. Let's see your top three, Angry Donald. Let's hear it. Okay, okay, like I say, you know, uh, Sujag, no, off the rip, it's going to be Jordan 11. Like I say, it's a serious run. These these are my are my top three J's, my grail swiss. Like, if you ever know a J I want or whatever, this is it. It's going to be Jordan 11. Space Jams as my top Jordan Ooh, 11. Good pick. Okay. Number number two of my all time fave is gonna be playoff Jordan twelves. <laughs> I love those damn shoes. <laughs> anybody who knows me gonna say, know what I'm gonna the say. Most Jordan twelves, one of the most comfortable Jordan ever made. Okay, <laughs> okay. I don't care what you say. I can remember he was playing. You know, I think what he's playing against um, Utah, Jazz. Yep. No, no, he wasn't playing against Jazz. Yeah. Jordan I think the... no, no, no. It came out in '97, but I think they played the Sonics. Uh, oh, I think they played the Sonics. You're right, because the 13s and the 14s had to be the two times they played the Jazz. You're right. That's right. Yes, and I remember that game. He hit it where he clutched his fist, the fist pump. It might have been game one or game two where he hit that game winning shot in the playoffs in the finals. 
those were my shit. Like, I'm going to tell you, but like my cousin was working at Wieners when them joints came out. He said he was going to give me a pair with his discount. He didn't. That shit kind of pissed me off to this day. <laughs> so when they retro them bad boys, I'm like, yo, I'm getting these motherfuckers. I don't care what I got to do. I think I might have used some of my refund check. When them bad boys came out in 04, they came out in February 04. That's how I remember this. February 04, because that's when the Jays used to get retro and released around Valentine's Day. That was the all-star break. Yeah. Okay. I had I still got that pair from 04 when I got them. Playoff toy. Okay. I'm with it. That's a good pick. Okay. And last but not least, Jordan 13's the Flint yeah, Gray. Gotta be. Flint, mm. gray, and you know, Flint, gray, blue, and white. Those are my three. Mm. Um, I, I, I will not change them. I've had many J's. Now, I will say this I've had Jordan ones and sold them, but I've never rocked a pair of Jordan ones, huh? which might be blasphemous. Might be blasphemous to most, but I've never rocked a pair of Jordan ones. I, I've had them, but I, I wound up selling them. But I've never rocked a pair of Jordan ones. I've I've never rocked a pair of Jordan threes because I can never get them. And I'm with Sue Jag. It's kind of toss up between the true blue and the white cement um, threes as my favorites. But that's that's my list of my top three Jordans. I'm surprised by the Space Jam, picks. but I love the Space Jam too because I remember when I'm I got say, it. I love the Space Jam. Yeah, I, 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 I love. Yeah, I love that. It's, it's, I mean, it's hard. It's hard for me to decide because I, I I toss and turn on Space Jams and Concords, but I go with the Space Jam. I remember, you, and you the Columbia's are probably my second pair, favorite pair of Elevens because I remember I wanted them joints in high school, and my mom was like, "Not no, but hell no," and I didn't get them. <laughs> you know, okay, yeah, but this the thing, like, what started my, I don't know, maybe my, like, obsession with Jays, I can tell you where it started. It started in Opelousa, Louisiana, at the shopping center, where it was before school was starting, and uh, my mom took my brother and I, I think my cousin was there as well, my auntie, and, um, you know, my brother got some Jordan 5s. <laughs> The white, white and red and black ones. This is OG, okay? I, I don't care, you know, I'm old head, whatever you want to call me, what, what the youngster would say. But I remember these were the originals. These was the five, so they came out in 1990. He got Jordan fives. I didn't get Jordan fives. You what, want to know what, what, you know you, what, what shoes you I got? Yes, I, we, the, 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 the listeners need to know, Anger, what did you get? I got motherfucking Zach Morris 11s <laughs> in in blue and white. These motherfuckers didn't these motherfuckers didn't even say converse. They just said cons on the tongue. The tongue was so damn big that you could play a game of dominoes on that son bitch. Okay? He's rocking fresh OG Jordan 5s and I'm getting cons, the Zach Morris 11s. That just say cons on it, okay? This <laughs> this why when I got to be an adult, my 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 obsession with Jays was hardcore, bro. I got cons while my brother got Jordan fives, right? Okay, 
I I had got some blacktop Reeboks because that was a thing back in the day. I got blacktop Reeboks. My brother called them Belonka tops from Belonka from Street Fighter <laughs> instead of black tops to mess with me. Okay, so like I said, I wear a size 14, but my shoe is always, I guess, on the bigger side or whatever. So no matter what shoe I got, he would call them space boots because they were big. <laughs> space boots. Yes. But he got Jordan 5s and I got Zach Morris 11s. And since then, since 1990, I felt slighted. And like I say, I've had damn near all of the J's I ever wanted in my, in my adult Except life. Except for that pair in 1990 when your brother got fives. Except for that pair in 1990. <laughs> the 1990, and I didn't get those Jordan 12s when they came out because I want them and they were at Wieners. If you don't know what that story is, it's a, a department, old department store. store that used to be right. up. Yeah, that, that wasn't connected to any malls, but if you know about Wieners, you know about Wieners. If you know, you know. Hey, did you get playoffs? But I didn't did get, you get them. Playoffs when we just got them? No, I didn't. Because, I, like I said, I, I still I still have my. Oh, you still um, got your OG pair? Yeah, I still got my OG okay. pair. Okay, because I think but, I got the. I got playoffs. Yeah, that, that's my top three. I, I don't remember what. Uh, oh, I got the, the Wings 12s. I got another pair. I got too many sneakers in there. But what's crazy is I now have. Take a guess at what's the the second most frequent sneaker after the Jordan Eleven in my collection. Now, is it a Jordan? Uh, it is. It's a Jordan. Mm, trying to. Think. Oh, I'm gonna say uh, Jordan. It's, no, it's Jordan ones, dog. Like I've gone crazy. Ooh. I think I got. Yeah, I'm gonna say Jordan one. I think yeah, I got like twelve pair of Jordan ones now. Dang. They go with anything. You can get the lows. They you do. can get the uh, the highs. Uh, I know oh, some people don't like the mids, but I'm like. I'm just like, I don't I mean, if you like them, you like them. But the Jordan 1s are so ubiquitous because they come out in every, every, color every flavor right. now. And right. they, they go with anything. Them Hyper Rawls are probably my favorite pair of Jordan 1s. I love that sneaker. Yeah, that is a good colorway. That's a great colorway. Uh, but this, this is okay. COVID? This is another thing. I think so. Mm. But this, this is another thing I wanted to talk about. Like, Okay, with the signature shoe, you know, we talk about J's and stuff because we saw them come out, especially when we were young. But, like, I think with the Jordan brand, you know, I know y'all seen the recent, like, signature Jordan 37 or whatever. Straight straight garbage. <laughs> let's, let's be honest. Those shoes are straight it's garbage. It's garbage. Awful. It's always garbage, bro. It's, it's all garbage, right? Okay. So I think will be an idea for Jordan brand is, okay, y'all know what shoes are going to come out the next year, and it's going to be a retro model that's mainly going to be dominant throughout the year. I think you take your signature athletes that you got on Jordan brand, each one of them get a retro, and they rock the different retro color that's coming out, or you can make special PEs, with that athlete because nobody wants to play in those Jordan 37s. just like nobody want to play in those Jordan 36s. Those shits have been hot garbage for the past 10 years. Let's keep it a buck. I think they should do that because I also had a list, you know, I like lists and data. These are like NBA signature shoes. Oh, let me, for let, the me different let me guess. How many is, what's the total list? Ooh, 
Or you said I, how many is I, I don't on the list? Exact like number. who was a signature? Yeah. I, but, okay. I guess it's like yeah, 11, 16. Is 16? 16. 16 athletes. I, I think it's 16. Yeah, okay. I remember Kyrie saying it's it. 16. All right. So okay. LeBron, LeBron is the easy one. Okay, this this for Nike. You got Nike where you have LeBron, uh, Giannis, KD, Paul George, and I'm putting in parentheses Kyrie because they didn't drop him officially. They just said they suspended their relationship with him, which, I mean, I don't know. You know that money talk before anything, so if it sells, it go up, they're going to keep him. But um, Adidas, you have James Harden, uh, Damian Lillard, Trey Young, Donovan Mitchell, and Derrick Rose. Now, Adidas signed James Harden in that deal. I know they ain't get their damn money mm-hmm. back, bro, because I don't see any promo for his shoes at all. They did well. His shoes um, are not that good. Yeah, and what's crazy is they were an exceptional hooping shoe. <laughs> like, I got, I think I got four Yeah, hooping. hooping. Well, I mean, Adidas Ultra Boost. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'll tell it to anybody who will listen. They're some of the most comfortable yeah, bro, shoes, like, like the comfortable technology. I agree, no doubt, no doubt. Okay, now Jordan Brand that have their signature Zion, shoe. You got Luke, uh, Luke, Jason Tatum, Blake Griffin, Chris Paul. Zion, no, no, oh, no, 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 I can't. See. They on, they on, they on Jordan Brand. But the one with the signature shoe, you got Luca, Zion. Chris Paul and Russell Westbrook. Oh, Westbrook. I forgot about him. Yeah. I know. I know they ain't got their money back from Chris Paul's shoes. <laughs> hey, bro. Because he's been on Jordan Brand. But didn't he have a 13? Hey, and they are didn't he have a 13, though? I'm talking about like signature shoes where they made a specific oh, just shoe hit. for him. It's like the, yeah, it's like the CP3. Well, we garbage. don't want this that's shit. A, and that's current because Melo used to garbage. be a Jordan Brand athlete with a signature yeah. shoe, too, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Then you got a. You got Under Armour where you have Steph Curry and Joel Embiid. Uh, New Balance, you got Kawhi. Puma, LaMelo Ball. And then you started going into the Chinese market with Anta. You got Clay <laughs> and Gordon Haywood. I bet you didn't know Gordon Haywood had a signature. I did not shoot. know that. Uh, <laughs> I did. Lee Ning. Lee Ning, CJ McCollum has a signature shoot with Lee I know that only because I'm an avid Pels fan. Let's get it. And I know you don't know this last one. Oh, I, I could give y'all. A, I can give y'all a hundred questions. A uh, hundred uh, questions. You're not gonna get this last. Hold one. Hold on. Now this is. Oh, let me think about this. I'm telling you, you're not gonna get this last one. It's so obscure. What team does he play on? If I get, okay, he plays for the Nuggets. The, the Nuggets. It, uh, is it Michael Jokic? Porter Jr. No sir. Oh, if it it's obviously it, not Jamal. It's not Murray. Jokic. It's not Jokic. And it's not Jamal Murray. Uh, Aaron Gordon. Aaron freaking Gordon. Yeah, Aaron with Gordon. some three three hundred and sixty one degrees brand. Aaron Gordon <laughs> has a signature. What? And I was like, that's crazy. What? what? That's yeah, wild. Yeah. This must have been when he was dunking crazy. But that, that's your signature, at least. I guess, man, but th- this is the thing also I wanted to touch on. Okay, Jordan Brand, they're saying this past, I think this past fiscal year, they had the Nike earnings. Jordan Brand passed $5 billion in annual sales for the first time for Nike. So he gets uh, 5%, so I, I think that's what, like $250 million or so? Um, 
he accounts for five billion in annual sales for Nike. LeBron accounts for six hundred million. So he's damn near ten times what LeBron is bringing in. And Jordan ain't played since like oh three oh four. Twenty years. And like I said, these Jordans that they're coming out with are bricks. Right? <laughs> bricks. I don't, I don't even understand why they still release signature Jordan shoes every year. Like, what's the point right now? Like I said, you got rappers mm-hmm. that's doing Jordan shoes or whatever, retros. You got, you know, crazy collabs. Where it's like, like you were saying, the Spider-Man, dealing with the Spider-Man joints or whatever. Like, after, stop coming out with these signature Jordans that nobody after wants. After the Jordan 23, bro. Stop I it. don't think I bought another, a higher Jordan than that. That's the highest Jordan number I had. Me, me neither. That's, that was my cutoff. Yep. My cutoff so is 14. So I fully, oh yeah, but that, again, that's because you weren't out when they were coming. The Jordan 23 was a big deal because it had his fingerprint. Like, it was a huge deal just because it was the his number, right? But after that, yeah, uh-huh. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I would never buy a signature. I mean, the 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 latest Jordan shoe because to Angus' point, they're terrible. I don't. They're terribly designed. They are. They are pretty terrible. Hey, don't the players have a say so in it? Uh, don't they get a say so in no. how them sneakers are designed? They don't. No, man, no, no, no creative licensing. No, that's Jordan brand. Oh, I thought they get yeah, some you, some say so. You get that contract, and it's like it's like you gonna get these J's and you gonna like it, right? Because last year, like old boy you know, with it. That fantasy football, you will take what we give you. But yeah, that that's the that's the list of J's, man. But I, I just looked at that number and I'm just like, damn, Jordan Brand accounts for this much, and I'm just like, yeah, LeBron. I've owned one pair of LeBron shoes since, like his signature mm. shoes or whatever. And to me, his most recent shoe is basically just a Kobe ripoff, bro. It, it's basically a Kobe ripoff. This shoe, I don't know what I'm they was thinking fan, with this but one. It's they like, got kind of lazy. His shoes are not the best, personally. I don't own any LeBron shoes. I've tried, but you know, I don't get I lucky with sneakers. Soldier Twelves. That's it. So that's I'm just it. like, man, his he shoe got, is. He got the LeBron shoes will never be a him, shoe you. Like, that's the thing about shoes Jordan. Will never bro, be they, like Jordan, where you could wear anytime. They crossed over the fashion and not just a functional shoe, and that's why Jordan brand is killing it. Now, that's in danger because Angry Diamonds hit us with the data points that dunks are now 50% of sneaker sales on resale sites um, because of that same thing, because they they crossed over in the fashion now, not necessarily just function, but um, Braun doesn't make a fashionable shoe. He makes a functional shoe. Right. right. I, you, I agree. I agree. Because, I mean, like I, I said, the Jordan 1. I mean, you had freaking Christian Dior Jordan oh. ones. I mean, hmm, yeah, that, what? That was wild. A luxury brand partner. Nobody's going to make a Christian. No. Yeah, nobody's going to make a Christian Dior LeBron shoe. Ever. And and people, and, and that sneaker sold out. People was paying a, a stack for Jordan ones, bro. What's Jordan one yeah, with that, the Christian Dior? Wasn't that the retail price of them? Or there was 600 no, no, retail, retail, was, retail for Christian, two stacks. For the high tops, right? It was two stacks. For the high tops. For the high, yeah. top, for the high top was two stacks. You talking about the low tops? Low tops yeah, were a stack. High yeah, tops were two. I, yeah, yeah. 
You're right, right, right. Yeah, the low was the one Re- I wanted. I resale, resale is about eight, eight stacks and above. Cool. I've seen them flip for like twenty five stacks in some areas, you know. But yeah, you'll never see that ever happen with a LeBron shoe because LeBron shoes aren't really. You ain't gonna see a person walking around the streets unless you're a kid with LeBron shoes on. I mean, that's just now back when I was in middle school. That was like a thing. You was wearing basketball shoes like KD's, uh, Kyrie's, Nike's, all of them. Not Nike, LeBron's. Like the Easter joints. We used to couldn't wait till Easter came around and see the Easter colorways of the uh, star athlete shoes. Hey, Angry Domus put me on the Easter colorways. He had some Easter Air Force moments. Remember them joints? I know them. Yeah, them joints are clean. I think I've seen them wear uh, before. Man. Them jokers nice. Yeah, bro. Like, um, I think that boy uh, Devo Samuels had some custom uh, cleat Christian Dior's on a couple of weeks ago because he signed a Jordan brand. And you know what? I think that's kind of a a messed up thing because I remember in the nineties, bro. Like football players used to have signature shoes, and they just quit like marketing them at all. Because I remember the Barry Sanders. I remember the Dion's. Hell, I remember Emmitt Smith had his own had his own shoe. Um, hell, um, one of them quarterbacks or something. I think had one at one point in time. You know, you I'm know, like, Vic got his own sneaker. Well, yeah, Vic Vic had had his own Vic. sneaker and stuff. But I'm just like they don't. Yeah, he they just don't don't market NFL players like they used to. I think Pat Mahomes is on Adidas, but. What the fuck is a Pat Mahomes shoe? And and uh, I remember, <laughs> and, and you want to know what probably happened? I think Jordan Brand got in the football players, right? Because wasn't Randy Moss a Jordan Brand athlete? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I think I think Moss he had some, but I was like, is he wearing some damn vindicators? <laughs> I don't know what he rocking, but that motherfucker fast, but Moss is a beast. Yeah, Randy Moss was one of one boy. I remember that boy used to dominate on Thanksgiving every year. It's crazy. That Thanksgiving game against Dallas, we had four catches, I think three almost touchdowns, 200 yards, crazy numbers. That's the first football player I remember being a Jordan Brand athlete. Now I think Michael Thomas is one. I think OBJ was a, a Jordan Brand athlete for a while too. But I think that's what happened. Like Jordan got in the sneakers and once Jordan made the crossover, then it was it was done. Cause now you see everybody won't be playing in Jordan one sneakers, uh, Jordan one cleats. Facts, but yeah, man, it's it's crazy, man. I've been having too much fun on this podcast, bro. I'm gonna want to crash every week now. <laughs> oh, man, You're always welcome. I'm gonna crash every week. Always sure, welcome. Like I said, especially with um. With college football ringing down, all we're going to have is the NFL and hopefully NBA picks up. So, man, you're always welcome to crash, bro. We need a Pell-specific uh, podcast because I think them boys about to make some noise. Well, I mean, bro, we've been mentioning on the podcast that, man, these Pells are going to cause some havoc, bro. They yeah. got that young core. They got that young core, bro. And like I say, defense is their added, is their identity. That's the attitude of the team. Bro. Like your brother said, not like, on her. You got her. some dogs. Not on her. How you know that? Not on her, How bro. Know? Not on How her. You know then you got Trey Murphy out there. Of course, you got Grand Theft Alvarado. Larry Nance is coming to his own. Dyson Daniels by I mean, himself open, too. Dyson Daniels, bro. Then I think uh, 
what's his name? Uh, K- uh, Kira, Kira Lewis. He just come off an of injury and stuff coming back. Man, Willie Green got them boys playing, and I'm telling you, they're gonna make a run deep into the playoffs. I see no reason why the Pels can't be in the NBA Finals this year. Help, if help was standing, I think you're right, dog. And you can, they, I mean, you can call me home cooking or whatever. I'm telling you what I know. The boy, that might be the deep. You no, know, this, this, this is what it is. The the Saints had to fall so the Pels could fly. <laughs> It's sad to say, but that's what it you is. You just think of that just now because I like The that. Saints had to fall so the Pels could fly. I like it. And boy, did the Saints fall because I'm God just saying. Bruh, bruh, the Saints, oh, bruh. Ass. Like we, we talked about on last episode, bruh. And even the week before, like it, um, the Red Rocket had his best game as a Saint or whatever. And I still was just like, eh, I guess. But I wasn't, you know, confident. Then he come back with his last game where he thought he had uh, Mike Vick speed because he was taking off rushing for first downs in slow motion. And I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? And we couldn't even put the ball in there for any points. We got zero points American against the 49ers. Yeah, the goose egg. I think Lockman called it that we had the goose egg. Like – Come on, man. But, I mean, I still got to put it on because mathematically we still got a shot. Because the NFC but, South is also ass. It's it's just hard, man. Like, we don't deserve all of this. We don't, but that's why you watch the Pels because they play the Spurs tomorrow night and they should get this dub because I am been on one recently. Hey, boy, they put up an ass whooping on the Raptors last night. <laughs> bro, they got up 31 in the third quarter. I was like, yeah, I think. 31, bro. That's what I'm saying, bro. You know, they just got to get healthy, man. I mean, you know, availability is the best that ability. Is the best ability. I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you. The Laker fan they, is they, they got on, it. on the podcast right now. Oh, he's not a Laker fan. He's a LeBron fan, bro. But I'm like, nah, you a Laker fan. That makes fan. him a Laker fan because that's the, the team LeBron is yeah, on. Yeah, the laws of transitive exactly properties. Right. The laws of transitive properties makes you a Laker fan if you're a LeBron fan. No comment? No comment. No comment. <laughs> hey, hey, you know what? No, I'm gonna make a comment on the Lakers. You know what? I want I want these announcers. And you know what? I might be part of it myself. We need to give credit where credit is due. Russell Westbrook has come into his role and he's playing well and he's accepting it and he's doing what he needs to do. Boy, hooping last night and that, that should be applauded. Yeah, yeah he was hooping. That's that, that that should be applauded because shit, man. I mean, last season, goddamn, it it was looking like, you know, did Russell Westbrook lose his shadow? What's up? The monsters took his powers. Yeah, the monsters took his powers at the end of last season. Because <laughs> that ball was terrible. So so yeah, uh, like, what what are your Lakers going to do this season, bro? Because I think the last eight games they've been six and two. We're gonna win the championship. Boy, stop. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> Cut that out. Man, you better get the damn get the damn hell out of <laughs> here. <laughs> the Lakers finna gift the Pelicans uh lottery pick is what they about to do. And you know it. Say yes. Hey no man, it's, it's a long season, you know, but I, I do like what the Pels got going on. Like I say, man, I wanna uh I wanna say thank you to Sue J for joining us on another episode, man. Like I said, bruh. 
you always have a spot on the on the podcast, bro. We would love to have you here again. You're welcome anytime. Always a pleasure, fellas. Appreciate y'all having me on. And that wraps up this episode. Remember to join the Discord and make sure to add us on your podcast rotation. We're available on Spotify, Apple, Google, and now we're available on Audible and Amazon Music, along with Samsung Podcasts. So get us anywhere. You you know, we're everywhere, man. You want to find us, we're there. And if not, we have a link in the description below where you can just join up with us. But, you know, add us to your rotation. Till next time, Lockable. Peace.